0: Rides we watch Together Movies one by one We have shared Another franchise awful
1: good And dumb Episodes Will soon be over Then another Starts And right now A House whispers "Ni ho" to our hearts. Join Benji, Purge, and Trammers. Trammers, Purge, Benji. At sea will rise the franchise's last home, as audience the on the train or in the shower, whenever we have time Films and movies we devour, sequels really shine
2: Joy Benji, Purge and Tremors,
1: Tremors, Purge, Benji Sequel Rights, the franchise last long as audience. Demand. Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go. They made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with
3: Elizabeth Helley and
1: Tyler
4: Hymanson, Yale Medical School. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we got a special guest with us today
3: Yes, we have a, a very professional nurse and dancer, Natalie Weinrich She can help us on both fronts of this movie Hi.
2: She's
1: one of the dance people
2: That's, Yeah,
4: one of the dance folk
2: Hi everybody, thanks for having me
1: Thanks for being here Thank you very much uh, why do we have a dancer on today, you might be wondering if you weren't listening yeah. to previous Roadhouse episodes. Is there, is, there, is there dancing? No. No. <laughs> There's no Roadhouse 3. Three. Thank, thank God. Uh no, we're continuing our Swayzeverse uh weeks of movies, and we're talking about Dirty Dancing. Mm-hmm. The original. No subtitle.
3: 1987.
1: Yep. The original Dirty Dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, why don't we just, uh, look at that dirty dancing on film?
2: The heat is in the music,
3: the music sets you dancing, the dancing sets her free. Best Wrong Pictures presents Dirty Dancing. She thought it would be just another summer vacation. Who's that? Oh, them. They're the dance people. But it turns out to be the time of her life.
4: Wow. They're really wait, getting after it. Wait, wait <laughs> to introduce that trailer like it was evidence in a trial, which I guess is okay for this podcast. Also, Never mind. I take, I, take, I, take, I take it back. That's it. I introduce you to Exhibit A The Dirty Dancing. <laughs> the
1: Dirty Dancing. I like to uh, pretend like everyone's watching the podcast, even though yeah. there's no way to do it. Yeah.
3: So, what is everyone's like past experience with this movie?
4: Uh, TBS. And then uh, watched it. Kind of in like the, like I was watching, like I said, I watched a lot of Roadhouse. I watched a lot of Point Break and like Dirty Dancing got in there. Okay. Like, you know, okay. Patrick Swayze movies.
3: Yeah, I don't remember how or why I saw it, but I've definitely seen it like multiple times. Yeah. And then I also, uh, our friend Abby and I went to go see uh, the Broadway version at the Pantages like uh, one or two years ago. And we got a picture with the wax statue of Patrick Swayze. <laughs> So, I will be posting that on our Instagram. This is, does his
1: eyes follow you, or do his eyes follow you as you look sort in? Sort
3: of. It's, it was a little bit strange, but the, the, actually, really quick, the worst thing about that was that they had to have somebody from Madame Tussauds, like, standing next to the statue with a sign that was said, like, do not touch or kiss the <laughs> the, the wax sculpture, because I guess that, like, women were actually, like, kissing it and stuff, and was they it, had to be like, no touching. Was
4: it just... They're always getting up on Arrested Development jail rules. Uh, was it a just generic Swayze or was it a Johnny Castle? Swayze? It was
3: a Johnny Castle okay. like tight black t shirt, and his arms were like straight out in the pose. But yes. it also so that you could like stand next to him, and it looked like he had his arms around you. Sure. Kind of. uh, he's asking me to
1: dirty dance he- with him.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: look, look at him! Look, I mean, he's got his arms up. Just like
4: the crotch of it is just like worn sheer. <laughs> oh, my. Like the paint is coming yeah. off. <laughs>
3: Like,
1: but yeah, I remember asking
4: the the
3: person like, "Oh my god, are people like actually doing that?" And he was like, Ugh. <laughs> he was he just like shook his head. He's like, "Lady, the I was like, oh I've my seen. god, yeah, it's like the
4: <laughs> grossest people come through there." <laughs> I like how you describe this guy like he's a Flintstones appliance. Yeah. Like, it's a living. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but yeah. anyway, uh, Justin, I think it was your first time, right?
1: Oh, yeah. My, so my history with this film was that my plan up until Sunday was to never see it ever.
4: Oh. <laughs> um, but then you, then you took the trip up to rich white people camp. Yeah. And I was
1: like, hey, what's going on in this neck of the woods? Yeah. Um No, you know how, like, sometimes when you're stupid and growing up, you have these movies where you're like, that movie is so stupid. Like, why do I ever need to watch this? Yeah, Like, Dirty Dancing was one of those movies where it's like, okay, I've heard the song. I've seen clips of, like, that scene before. Like, I don't need to watch a movie that has that song in it. I know it's like, yeah, like, growing up, I was like, that's a fucking movie for girls. I don't need to watch this girly, girly romance movie. In fact, well okay, I've seen it now and changed my mind. But <laughs> <laughs> there's also like there was a moment um I was so adamant about this. There was I don't remember why, but you know, sometimes when it was like raining and they're like you can't do gym indoors because you know it's raining.
4: They're like, what "Did you go run a mile outside?" Because you don't want to watch. Dirty I dancing made up in some gym? excuse
1: to be in the hallway the entire time. <laughs> wow! So that I didn't have to watch Dirty Dancing.
2: <laughs> oh. Wait, they showed it at your school?
1: It was like during gym class. Was I don't it like remember an why. Edited version. Um, a I'm sure risque. it was like a TV version or something. A little yeah, little risque
2: for seventh graders. Yeah, a little
1: bit, little bit. But I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom, and then just never went back. Okay.
2: <laughs> What about you, Natalie? Oh, my gosh. I'm pretty sure we, I, like, grew up watching this with my family. I think I grew up with an older sister. It was basically all girls in my house. I think, okay. I think Patrick Swayze was a common movie. Yeah.
3: Common yeah nice. Uh, and then how did you watch it this time, you guys?
4: Uh, it was purchased on my girlfriend's iTunes account. Yeah, <laughs> plausible <laughs> deniability. <and> <laughs> well, no, oh, no, like, I, I never watched Jersey. Like, like, it's 3 three ninety nine to buy it. It's seven dollars to buy it. Do you want it on your account or my account? I'm fine either way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, I bought the thirtieth anniversary Blu ray. Oh, that has over six hours of bonus
3: content. They which... were advertising that at the theater. Oh wait. So Natalie and I and our other housemate Sammy, we all went to the AMC to watch it because they were doing a Fathom events. Yeah. But like before. Before the movie, they played like a 20 minute featurette of interviews and special features, I guess. Was it the um, like
4: happy birthday? No, oh, it was okay. just like
3: people kind of talking so about the behind background. the scenes, yeah.
4: Hmm. I was like, if you want to know which camp counselor was the best at Shuffleboard, like we have a special <laughs> feature for you. But they also
3: <laughs> interviewed like the dude from the Remake and like Deborah Messing and like oh, that's random what, people, yeah. Like, well, because
4: there's
1: a special feature like that on the Blu-rays. That's yeah. why I was wondering if it was the same thing. Oh,
3: Okay, maybe it is just oh, edited. Yeah,
2: but it was cool singing on the big screen.
1: Nice. So, yes. so were there lots of people there?
2: No, mm, it was like f- us and four other people. Yeah, and oh. they were like older. You had yeah. your own
1: step up high water experience.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, how
4: those, it's funny how those fathom events like are either packed or nobody knows that they're happening. Yeah, I've I'm, been to some that were really packed. Yeah, but, yeah, that's weird. I'm
2: pretty sure it was there were so few people attending that the workers actually forgot that they were having the movie and they didn't even like turn the lights off. I, I turned to you Elise Liz and I was like, so do you think they forgot about us? Are they going to turn the lights <laughs> on?
3: And like, normally I would have gone to guest services and been like, Hey, turn the lights off, you know? Cause I'm, I'm always going to guest services and demanding things. But Especially anyways, like that
4: AMC. Yeah. Know, yeah but uh, <laughs> the
1: manager was like looking at the schedule, like, Dirty Dancing.
4: That's an old movie. (laughs) There's no way they're showing that today. Yeah, (laughs) I haven't seen that on the schedule since I was in that coma. But
3: I didn't want to go because I was like, I don't want to miss anything for the podcast. So I don't want to like get up. But then somebody else got up and then they came and turned the lights off. That's right.
4: Did you get free passes?
3: No, I should have demanded free passes. That's that's like when we actually we already used some free passes just to go in. I had to pay the surcharge, but it was like ten dollars for all three of us.
1: It's like the AMC is like an endless free pass factory. Oh, yeah, it's true.
4: (laughs) Just never to go see Free Solo there, and then the movie didn't start for an hour.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. We are so off topic. (laughs) you
4: know. It all relates back to that one
1: summer where I dirty danced.
2: (laughs) So, Natalie, as a dancer, have you ever dirty danced? I mean, what we do dirty, I remember in high school, dirty dancing looks much different now for high schoolers, right? Yeah. It's a whole other thing. I honestly think that their dirty dancing was pretty cool, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because okay, for for a soft, all like the kids are like grinding now, right? Like yeah. they're fa- they're not even facing each other. There's no connection. Mm-hmm. But in dirty dancing, they are connecting. It's just super sensual. Yeah, yeah.
1: I still yeah, was still like dancing. Like, I still a little bit was like, oh, they have that reveal of of uh, baby walking into the staff quarters where everyone's dancing. And I was like, oh, uh, this is
4: the fucking room. They're all yeah. they're all fuck
1: dancing. <laughs> Which,
4: what is that room? (laughs) It's just like... It has a neon Miller sign, but it's not a bar. It's just like their version of the hangout room, I guess, yeah. So is it something that's set up for them, or is it something that they're not supposed to have, and they've, like, pirated it together? (laughs) I
3: (laughs) think they could have it, but it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's not very official.
4: Yeah. There you go. Okay, know. it's, it's <laughs> Some, to me.
3: somewhere. I didn't. Know, I didn't see it, but somewhere there must have been a table full of watermelon slices. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I didn't see anybody ob- eat ob- the watermelons. <laughs> Oblong
4: watermelons. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but no, we really like that scene right from the beginning where oh, she's the carrying the giant watermelon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
4: that was really funny. But, but yeah, I think I made watermelon jokes throughout the lead up to this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh,
1: I think we were talking before the podcast even started tonight. Yeah. We were talking about this crazy summer camp experience. Yeah. <laughs>
4: It's like it's like kind of uh, uh, a terrifying waspy rich folks. Yeah,
1: like I remember going. um, I had a friend who had like would rent a cabin up north. Sure, every summer in the dells. No, it was in like uh, Eagle River area, okay. further north, not not the Dells. <laughs> that's like that's like tourist town. Uh, but uh, you know, we would go up there, and uh, I went up there twice, and it was like always the same people, and they had like get-togethers and stuff with the other cabin uh, members. Sure. but it wasn't to the extent where it's like, let's all go meet at the the main house and so have dinner. Way Knight wasn't up there. No, no, okay. there's nobody barking there. <laughs> orders about what's going on.
4: It's yeah it's similar this, but not it's quite. this really <laughs> weird like almost looks like a, a hilltop like it has some shining vibes of like it's just yeah. weird of, like oh join us like where wait you have everything that you'll need and then the guys who runs it's real creepy. I and mean, like, I guess part of the allure is that he hires all of these, like, Ivy League college students, so families will want to bring their daughters there to, like, marry them off to. Yeah, I love
1: this. Uh, like,
4: that's one of the draws to bring your family to this place.
1: I love this weird scene where he's, like, discussing their job description with the waiters. Yeah. He's yeah. like... You're supposed to be nice to the daughters, but not too nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all the daughters, even the dogs. yeah, yeah like, <laughs> Even the
3: uggos. Even you the, better the, pay
1: attention yeah. to them.
4: <laughs> the one that you might think is a wolf. Yeah, go talk to it. Yeah, um, <laughs> this, the, One of the things that I, and I'm curious to get your take on this as a first time watching it is that like there's a lot of expectations, especially if you had them built up over this long, that this movie <laughs> kind of takes away immediately. And this movie never spares a moment to take a dude down a peg. <laughs> like ever. Like yeah. it's, and it's kind of fantastic in that way.
1: I mean, I really had no idea that it was like a summer camp movie or yeah. anything. <laughs> I was like in my head, imagine it was just all about it was like th- high school and like yeah, it was just mostly yeah. all about dancing. Sure. Well, <laughs> uh,
3: and apparently this was like a thing in the Catskills. There, there were tons of these. Yeah, but I'm sure. I read that even when they made the movie, they went to the Catskills to like scout ones they could film, and there were none even left there. And so they had oh, to yeah. like go find like one in some state and one in another state to use like different pieces of it. So yeah, that this makes sense. movie.
4: Although released in 87, it's supposed to take place in, what, like, 63? 63, yeah. Like, it starts with the voiceover being like, Kennedy hasn't been shot. Yeah. Like, I, guess it's, I guess it's like Jennifer Grey's character's like, diary like, yeah. remembering that summer. Yeah, yeah,
1: totally. She's like, oh, they used to call me baby back then, but I didn't realize it wasn't a nice thing or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um. Yeah. What? What was I going to say? Oh, did was there any sense of like how long this thing was going on for Are the people there? Like for months, three weeks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember
4: if they explained that in the movie. I was like, "How
3: long well, is their this?" Their family was supposed to be there for
4: three, three weeks. weeks. Yeah, but I the, think you the, could
3: be there longer. Yeah, you
4: can be. There's, there's other. There's you get different throughout the movie. You get different hierarchies of the people that right. are there. There's some. And then there's there's some people whose wives just stay up there all summer and they're deemed bungalow bunnies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my I thought Vivian. that was messed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> That was funny. So, yeah, you get the hierarchy of, of the Catskills summer camp for f- whole families, which I can't imagine anything worse. Can you imagine being at, like, a summer camp with your whole family all summer long? No.
1: <laughs> no. I mean, I went to summer camp with friends, like church camp or whatever. I went to a church camp, yeah. Sure. Yeah, I can't imagine being with then, my then parents. I, then
4: I got a bunch of friends that I could talk to on AOL Instant Messenger. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <And> once camp, <laughs> camp was over and then never see again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: But no, with the family like that, oh, God, I would be, like, trying to get away, like, somewhere else the entire time well
3: uh, yeah. Baby did exactly. so yeah
1: <laughs> uh, yeah so we get uh, Baby um, played by Jennifer Grey who is awesome in this
4: movie she, she is I think she's so cute yeah got she got, she got a Golden cute. Globe nomination for this movie uh, oh that's awesome
3: and they the, the featurette they showed they showed a lot of their audition footage of mm-hmm. her and like Patrick Swayze mm-hmm. you know interacting and yeah. how she first auditioned and looked all dorky or
4: whatever and it was really cute this was actually Patrick Swayze's like breakout role right uh, and before pre-road this, house. like, his dancing. Yeah, it was pre-Road pre-most of those things. And I, I saw his first, like, showbiz job was, uh, oh, I'm blanking on the character now, but he was on a Broadway production of Grease. Mm. Um, and he was a dancer. And they took he his wardrobe straight yeah. 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 And he was, and he was, yep. Mm he's a dancer oh, yeah, dancer yeah. by trade that's why he's so dainty in Roadhouse well <laughs> Patrick Swayze
1: looks fucking cool as shit in he this does. movie <laughs> he does yeah. yeah, so cool. when,
4: when we're talking about that previous where Baby carries the watermelon in and like the staff like cause like we get the intro to the summer camp and then we see like there's this secret like side camp where the real people are and uh where the <laughs> staff parties and like the he, real people yeah he comes in he comes in like the ultimate cool guy entrance where he has sunglasses <laughs> on his tight black t-shirt and he's like hey and it just starts dancing with random people <laughs> People, like grabbing someone else's beer and drinking it, and just like it's me, Johnny. The party's here, and everybody loves him. Everybody loves Johnny Castle.
1: Yeah, he's pretty cool, man. That leather jacket, sunglasses, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. slick back hair. Um, and he's a great dancer. Mm-hmm. I love the scene where uh, we get to see him dance for the first time, and they're like. Getting all mad about it. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> what, how would you actually evaluate the dancing? Like, who was actually legit and who was not, in your opinion, Natalie?
2: I honestly think that the choreographers did such a fantastic job in this movie. I I don't actually know this for a fact, but I feel like all of the dancers were actually dancers. Mm-hmm. Versus I feel like maybe more current movies, the dancers aren't actually dancers in those <laughs> movies. And you're like, seriously, like... That clearly was not good. But Dirty Dancing, I think that they did a phenomenal job.
4: It's actually really interesting for the director of this movie. He got started with dance documentary of like history of yeah. dance. And then like went on, on an insane run, did like Sister Act and Three Men oh. and a Baby and then died. But his but his background was was grounded in dance and uh, I believe the choreographer was someone who was also was like his assistant. Uh, Kenny Ortega is the choreographer, no. so that's right. That's yeah. right. It's um,
3: kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah.
2: And what was cool is I remember in that that clip that they played before they started the movie how mm-hmm. Kenny was talking about how they allowed um the actors like Johnny and whoever yeah to like participate in the choreography, so it's yeah. cool because you know that it was truly a piece of art that they created together in making this in this mm-hmm. film, yeah, for sure,
4: so. Should we get into some of the characters that are robbing around Johnny Castle and Baby? There's some other people around here that actually... Like, this is a movie where yes. B characters actually take are an elevated role uh, than most movies. There's some
1: other characters, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's, uh, you know, Baby's lame-as-fuck older sister. sister. Oh. She's the worst. <clears throat> What's her name, Lisa? Lisa Lisa's the, the worst. Man. She yeah.
2: is so shallow.
1: She's horrible, but also has, like, some <laughs> amazingly hilarious moments. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
3: Her hula song was is so bad. It's, like, the worst thing I've ever and seen. And it goes on for, like, five it's minutes. The, yeah. It's the best.
4: So, like, she plays most of the movie being terrible and you hate her. And, yeah. like, this scene is her comeuppance. And her comeuppance <laughs> is being totally embarrassed in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. But the thing that's kind of beautiful about it is that she thinks she's doing great.
3: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I really hated... This character and this actress, and everything, until I read that the actress actually wrote that song. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. her and Kenny Ortega kind of like pieced it together and like wrote it together. But it and, sounds so like. So that it... makes me think, like, okay, like she was totally she, in she, on the joke she and she it's She knew hilarious. what time it was, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because it's it's great. It's a great track. It sounds like it's from like some classic Broadway musical yeah, that you're I, like, mm-hmm. you're listening to it the whole time like, what is this from? I feel like I've heard this. And you're like, it's from Dirty Dancing. <laughs>
4: yeah, it kind of sets up like, so basically the movie itself is a coming of age tale for Baby. And she, like her whole dream at the time is to be in the Peace Corps. And it's kind of, she's, it's setting her up to be at odds with the whole institution of this like white people's camp and she's kind of against the idea of it but it's she's coming there as an adolescence where she's still like you know her dad's super proud of her and like hasn't really rebelled at all in her family so it's kind of this like well there's something not right happening here societally and she can't she just has to figure that out and as we're figuring that out that's happening and the foil in that is just how materialistic and shitty her sister is
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: And her sister, like every chance she gets, she's like,
1: "I think I'm gonna have sex tonight. Yeah,
4: <laughs> I think I'm gonna hey, fuck guess one of those what, waiter <laughs> boys. Yeah. Hey, like, I there, think point, be tonight. Like, if I get the, one of the waiters, like if I get enough tips this this summer, I can buy my Alfa Romeo." And she says the most awful, like but true thing: "That's my favorite car." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I know I love the one time she's like, I'm gonna have or I'm gonna go all the way with Robbie tonight, and he doesn't even know yet. <laughs> oh my God. Oh it's like oh God. Jesus.
3: Nor is he interested. In yeah, that right.
4: <laughs> and baby's like, I love how baby's not like, oh gross, or don't do that. She's well, like, please not, Robbie. <laughs> uh, well, that was one of the things I was like, she knows all this horrible shit about that dude. Why doesn't she ever say anything? Yeah.
1: Like, uh, yeah, he gets knocks people. What up. yeah, what does she know? She knows that Robbie has knocked up uh, Johnny Castle's partner. Mm -hmm. Um, But not lover. No, not lover. What's her name? Penny, right? Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah. His childhood friend. Mm -hmm. And uh, And he's the one who got. and And former Raquette. He's yeah. the one who
1: got her in trouble.
3: Yes, <laughs> it's what I love keep all saying. the euphemisms <laughs> yeah. for yeah. getting knocked up and yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, having an abortion. There's all like that butcher job, and it's like, oh, who's responsible for this girl? Yeah,
1: I know the '60s, man. Yeah, but Jerry
3: Orbach is. Baby's dad, and he does a very good <laughs> job of like being stern, but also being like he a is, good dad. He is
4: yeah. such a good dad in this. Yeah, he's he, wrong,
3: but then he realizes he was wrong, and yeah. like that scene where she's giving her speech to him on the side of the lake is like so like I don't know. I really like that. <laughs> I, kind love, of I love father daughter thing.
1: I love that scene. It was like uh, it was like dad learns that daughter's having sex, stares out into a lake for forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like he learns that, and then the very next scene is him pensively staring out at the sunset,
4: like "fuck." Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, and he's such a good doctor too. Yeah. Like, like, there's so many situations of this. Like, this movie works because he is such a good, just like patient-loving dad. And then the conflict is so real. Like he get like he actually gets mad. He actually yells. And like the and her kind of betrayal of those ideals has stakes because you can see the disappointment and his disappointment is justified because the way that she handles it is not great. It's, it's the way that someone her age would handle
3: it. Yeah. So yep. she basically lends or sorry, borrows 250 bucks from him to pay for the other girl's abortion mm-hmm. just because she feels bad for her basically. Uh, yeah. She a- wants to swoop in and save everybody. After,
4: after the, the watermelon scene, she yeah. she finds the staff and finds Johnny and a like is crushing on Johnny hard. But at the same time, she's like these, like this is more fun than this like stilted, weird, White yeah camp like i like that i want these are my friends and like it's not fair that she has to be stuck in this situation mm-hmm. like i can help with that i can you know i have privilege and i can use that in a way that is um useful and that's not it's I, she's she's acknowledging the unfairness of the situation yeah and she's trying to do something about it yeah but that's not a good way to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, medically,
3: what happened here, Natalie? Oh what God. is your medical opinion?
2: <laughs> you, know, ah. you know, it's my favorite thing to talk about. Yeah. yeah. You know, because, uh, you know, I don't have a ton of experience sure. 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 as <laughs> a I'm going to be right up front with that. Um, but basically, what happens is Penny goes to an illegal yes um, made up physician mm-hmm. to have baby taken away Mm -hmm. um (laughs) what what did they say butchered okay
4: the the man had a folding table and a knife a A dirty dirty knife knife. yeah yeah Yeah. because abortion was illegal in 63 i believe right
2: had to have been right yeah Yeah. well and his license was probably illegal as well (laughs) he can't even have a clean knife so i mean they don't really give us much about what happened all they tell us is that it Went south and then she's left, and she looks like she's like in septic shock. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, they I think that the focus in that scene is more so like what's going on emotionally than Mm -hmm. medically because medically, like (laughs) she should have gone to a hospital. Yeah, Yeah. she probably needed an IV and probably needed fluids, she was probably fighting a systemic infection. But they wanted you to focus more on like the emotions of like the betrayal of mm-hmm. yeah. like her lying to her dad and like Johnny being misunderstood. Well, and it also and
4: depends on how illegal it was. Like,
2: yeah, it's not clear. I guess we should have I, I mean, it up. They, they they do say <laughs>
4: that. Like, we need to get the hospital, and she's like, yeah. no, like she'll go to jail. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so so the baby runs against her dad, and then her dad shows up, and in the most dad way was so caring, and it's like yeah. he's like, you know, I I who did this to you? Like, has, has amazing bedside manner. And then afterwards, it's like, I don't even know what the fuck is happening. Yeah.
3: But I did like how, even though he was m- mean and standoffish to like Baby and Johnny after that happened, yeah. he was never mean to Penny. Like, Ever. there are multiple times where he comes to like check on her, where he's seen conversing with her at the end of the film, and he's never judgmental or mean to her. Only to he's, who he's, he yeah. thinks, he's like you're, you're yeah. my
4: patient. My whole thing is to get you well. That's yeah. it. Like that. That's right. the beginning and end of it. And like mm. I think that there's a part of it that reads like he's he's. Upset with with baby, and he's and he's also kind of shaken by the whole thing. Like, and I think that he plays it so well. Like, it's so like yeah. th- I love that scene afterwards. He's like, I don't even know who you are. Like, I'm not going to tell your mom, and we're not going to talk about it till tomorrow because, like, fuck, I'm like I can't <laughs> deal yeah. with this right the now. The
3: mom is totally aloof for the entire movie. She yeah. has no idea what's going on with any of her kids or her husband. Like, right. But she's great. Like, Kelly but, no, she's is fantastic.
4: Great. And then when the final scene that everyone knows about this movie is about to start, like the Dad's like, I'm gonna stop this and she's like, don't.
3: (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I'm into it.
4: She's like, sit down, (laughs) Jerry, which is is her mom moment. Yeah, yeah. she knows what's up. She knows enough of what's What's up. What's
3: interesting is like, uh, Kelly Bishop, the actress who's really well known for Gilmore Girls, I think mostly, but um, she was supposed to be the cougar lady, Valerie, and then the the lady who was going to play her dropped out at the last second, who was going to play the mom, and so they moved over Kelly Bishop to be the mom, and they just made the assistant choreographer play the cougar lady it's like here you go it's your big break
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's funny um i mean not to not to go back necessarily to the abortion thing but i think um like the shocking thing for me having not seen the movie and not really known much about the plot other than Mm -hmm. they dance uh (laughs) um i thought it was uh crazy and really cool actually that like the entire plot hinges on this abortion yeah, basically yeah. like the, the, like baby's not going to learn how to dance without this abortion. Right. happening. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Um, and you know, even, you know, even if you were to put out a movie where like the, an abortion is such a big part of the plot, like today, it would still be it like, would be, it would be
4: controversial. It would still yeah. be
1: like um, boycott this movie. It's pro abortion yeah. or whatever. Um, and this was 1987 when this came out. Yeah. So it's like a pretty big deal. And the movie is so focused on that, and the female character is even f- more than you know Johnny Castle. Yeah, that I just thought that was a really shock to me. Thinking, well, that's really from the female point of view, and it's not. Sure. it's not like mostly about how cool Johnny Castle is. What, one thing that I didn't, I didn't
4: realize until I did it is a female screenwriter, which makes yeah. a right. ton of sense. Um, but I also think that the movie does such a good job of of taking. Choice out of the the abortion. By the time you find out that she's knocked up, you already understand the consequences to her livelihood and Mm -hmm. what that would mean that she wouldn't be able to, she wouldn't be able to live or support Mm -hmm. herself. And, like, that's already implicit in that it's not, that it is unfair to have her, like, like that, that it, Society has caused this problem, and yeah. that she needs to have that like choice. Whether
3: or not she should have the abortion is never on the table. Right. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and like, no one's and, like, "Don't do and it." And the, yeah. and the movie
4: does an amazing job of like, you're you're not even second guessing that when you're going along with the plot in that way. It's like I I'm already there, and because of this weird setting that's that that's like that's so affluent and so strange, but it's such an instant read of like that's what upper crust society is. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's very smart. Yeah. I thought it was pretty great. So how about the all the big,
3: famous dance scenes? What was... Uh, I mean, the finale is obviously everyone's <laughs> favorite, but the other ones throughout, there are some good... Uh, Good moments here. The, the hungry
1: eyes montage. Yes. yes, that's a good one. That's a good one. Everyone I lo- was
3: hungry for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, lo- I I actually loved the you know that they put all the bloopers in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
4: like, here, Jennifer Grey, learn how to dance, yes. and they're like, we're gonna film you while you learn for real. Oh, so yeah, basically the reason that she has to dance, we should get into that before yeah, we yeah. start talking about the dance sequences, <laughs> is that this this traveling uh, butcher or abortionist um, is is only gonna be in town on Thursday, and so they, they first they get the cash but then she's supposed to dance do a big dance number at uh with johnny at a different resort uh and if they don't do it then they're not gonna be invited back and they don't get their bonuses for the year so they basically have to do it and all the other dancers are booked up and so he has to teach baby how to do uh mamba Meringue? Meringue? Meringue. I don't know, something. Garth Meringue. I think Do it's a know? mambo. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of dance.
3: Pretty sure it's a mambo. Shamefully, uh, I watched Dancing with the Stars, so I know all the
2: uh, oh, dances. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Truth revealed. Yeah. Um,
4: so, yeah, so that's, that's where all these dance uh, numbers come from. Uh, my... It's not even it's part of this montage, it's not even like a dance number, but the strangest thing in the world to me in this movie, and the thing that's like it's supposed to make Johnny Castle seem cool, but it's like, what the f- I think he's an idiot. Is <laughs> when he's like it's pouring rain and he's like, oh, I locked the, yes. I locked my keys in the car, and then he just pulls a pylon out of the ground and smashes the back window.
1: Then, I know like, when he started doing that, I was like, Did he hide keys under
4: there? <laughs> and I was like, Oh no,
1: he's just brute forcing it. Okay, great. <laughs> I did think that was a little strange, too. She's like, oh, he is cool. <laughs> he makes so much money at that camp that breaking a window doesn't even bother, bother him. Look
2: how strong he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Look
4: how much water's getting in his leather seats. Look how much
1: <laughs> his car gets stolen later in the field. No, <laughs> well, okay.
4: No, that was just a replacement car, like in Roadhouse. Yeah, yeah he <laughs> yeah, has yeah, a yeah. real
3: car had, for later. He had to go to
4: Reds to get the, a, bo- a yeah. barrel of oil and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and a replacement window. Yeah. <laughs>
3: So, yeah, like you were saying, all the bloopers are in the movie because it's her messing up the dance over and over and over again. And some of them, I guess, were not even scripted. Like, I think I read that um, when he's, like, uh, caressing her arm and she keeps laughing and getting oh, ticklish, yeah. like, that wasn't oh, even yeah. supposed to happen. And she just actually started laughing. That's and, funny. You know. I well,
4: mean, I, I just I, – you watched Dancing with the Stars the season that she was on, I imagine, right?
3: Uh no, because that was before I started watching. Okay. But I, I because
4: yeah. like I, I believe she's not a trained dancer whatsoever. Like she's like she she got training for this movie and then
3: I don't. But I don't know think, I, sure. don't think I don't yeah. think she's a dancer.
4: And I like and he's like like he was well, very. But much also a dancer. like
3: her father is Joel Gray,
4: so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I love that.
1: Um, I mean, I I thought it was great this montage where she's learning to dance because all of her like failures and mess ups like all look so natural, even though I'm sure like yeah. a lot of them they were doing it on purpose. You know, <laughs> but well, I thought it lo- it was just a really fun. Little it's montage. one of the
4: montages what makes their romance feel. Real and yeah. and because it has all these actual real moments yeah. of them kind of messing around and it's not forced at all. Like you totally get why exactly. Yeah.
3: So do you think she actually could have learned that dance in a week?
2: I, if, if you're not a dancer, no. But that's a normal thing for dancers <laughs> sure. to learn a routine in a week and have to perform mm. it.
4: What about Penny's uh, uh, affirmation that like y- you can lead anybody? You're just an amazing lead dancer.
2: I I think Johnny she was Castle. desperate.
4: <laughs> well, she doesn't do a perfect job and no, she does one. not. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she uh, <laughs> she fails to do the lift, uh-huh, even though they practiced in the water.
2: Speaking of which, that is like my favorite scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. And I just want to add, I may or may not have had an attempt to do the lift before <laughs> and it is terrifying. <laughs> oh my god, I'm terrifying. sure. It's Failed miser- miserably. So, do it, so sure. practicing
1: the water makes sense so you can yeah. just fall and be
2: like, whatever. Yeah.
4: I also love in that scene where she doesn't do it he's just like, keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no.
2: <laughs> so
3: this, yeah, this is like, even though they're, they learn how to do it, this is still hard enough that most dancers probably cannot do this right, lift yeah. right? well it's
2: definitely a trust exercise it's yeah. like oh I'm going to trust to be like six feet in the air this is going to go fine there's the four trust, <laughs> trust and
1: balance and yeah, yeah. it's crazy um, the, the scene there's, there's several times in the movie where um, the score comes in playing like um, an instrumental version of yeah. I've had the time of my life and uh-huh. every time I was like is, it, is this the she's having the time right now <laughs> <laughs> right now she's having the time of her life right now they're playing like ding, not yet. Ding, ding,
4: ding, ding, ding,
1: ding, ding, ding. Okay. Also, the DVD like main menu plays that on a loop, and God. was yeah. like stop it. That's amazing.
4: <laughs> I think that there's something uh, really interesting that this movie does. Is like as we said, like Johnny Castle is like the epitome of like cool dude, right? Like he's like super masculine, super dancer, and the thing that they do is like after this whole montage and after she's trying to get to him, is like he's actually incredibly vulnerable and <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and. Kind of insecure in a way <laughs> that, that. Even movies today would not expose the lead man to. And like my favorite iteration of this is when she asks him like, "Have you been with a lot of a lot of girls?" Mm -hmm. And he's and he starts like talking about it and he's like, "Well, like these women, they just give you their 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 hotel keys and they give you these things and like." And he's just kind of spitballing. She's like, "Yeah, I get it. Like you had sex with a lot of girls and like you you know you've been with women." He's like, "No, like they like I thought that's what it was, but like they were using me. Like I was used. Like like that's that's all that's all him." And it's like, that's not like. Again, it's one of those things that like this is 1987. I don't think you can do that in a movie now, right? I mean, you could, but people would be like, "It would be a different." This yeah, is like some, some
3: SJW. Get, yeah, nonsense. you rarely yeah. get into the like, you know, like right. the psyche of a male gigolo type thing. Like, right. Not that he was. Not, not it that wasn't a, gigolo, a complete but, prostitute, but, but, but I guess, yeah, there was an exchange of uh, you know expectations. I guess, happening. I guess
4: also with like 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 the rock doing that type of thing yeah like, like he doesn't know, he like, does, like that like big macho action star type right of he doesn't wear like Brian it and, Gosling would do that in a movie sure he,
1: he's not bragging <laughs> about it in the scene <laughs> no yeah yeah where he's he, yeah like just a little change of tone could yeah. change it to be like i get you know keys from yeah. ladies every night yeah yeah <laughs> it's uh and,
4: and, and i think i think that it's a super uh it, it's i mean it's one of the i don't i mean i'm not, I'm not a connoisseur of female coming of age movies but like <laughs> it it it, it checks all the boxes like and I feel like that there's especially at that time like there was not a ton of female screenwriters I mean there were they just weren't getting work at this they weren't having their work elevated to this much of a level yeah and I think that it shows and I think that the reason that it has such staying power in pop culture is because there's so many I mean I'm sure that there's so many you know middle school girls who see this and like they don't know what an abortion is they don't know like how shitty guys can i mean they know how shitty guys can be just inherently but like it's fine to have it's good to see that reaffirmed of like at every step of the way like oh like the rich handsome dude who has the cool car like that dude sucks like don't uh tyler don't sell yourself short on the coming of age
1: (laughs) movies we went to go see edge of 17 together by ourselves ourselves. (laughs) that's true that's true
4: And that movie's great. (laughs) You've seen them all. (laughs) They're making a TV show out of that, aren't they? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. I think it's an Amazon show.
3: One of the things also that we were talking about was this... um, either son or nephew of the owner of the resort who like thinks he's dating baby. Kind yeah. of. He reminds me of the guy
4: that Marge could have married in the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> like almost like that dude's based off of him. Maybe. Yeah. He I was annoying. His name.
2: Oh, he was so annoying. He's, he's so worst. creepy. Yeah. He was creepy the entire movie. Yeah, he's so
4: like, this is my girl. She was given to me. Kind of. Deal. <laughs> he, has, he has the most douchebag line in the movie, where he was like, he's yes. like, yeah, like everybody, everybody here like wants to be with me. Like, it's kind of like as you know, if, around the camp. Like, I'm kind of a catch. And he's like, mm-hmm. I was with this other guy. I was with this other girl. And uh, uh, I took him away from this lifeguard. And I heard the lifeguard say to her, "Be like, I don't see, I don't know what he has that I don't." And she said. Two hotels. hotels. <laughs> right. And he's so <laughs> fucking smug about it. Like, yeah. she should punch him in the face. It's, one
3: of those, it's just like you said, like with the Patrick Swayze speech, just a t- change in tone <laughs> yes. would have made it braggy. If this guy said this braggy, if he had said it sad, it would have been like poignant, right? But he said it braggy, the, yeah. so you're just like, you're an
4: idiot. Yeah, like, it, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, like I wish that people could see me for where I was and not for yeah. my dad's money or whatever it was. But no, he's like, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then the worst thing too is like that everyone around
1: baby is like, oh my gosh, you're so lucky, you're hanging out with him. Yeah, like, yeah. you're hanging out with this guy who's going to code
4: the school of Cornell Hotel Management. <laughs> yeah. I also
3: too. Oh, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, uh, It's
4: like, oh, he's gonna make under the tutelage of part of Cornell. I didn't even know about their school. Of hotel management, everybody knows that the best school of hotel management is the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Oh,
3: really? I thought it was Probably. the BYU
4: Hawaii. <laughs>
3: that's what, at least that's what all my Mormon friends told me. <laughs> well,
4: they actually think believe they do have an exchange program with you.
3: <laughs> there you go. Um, I also think what, uh, another good side character is uh, cousin friend zone. Poor. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Johnny's little cousin that also kind of thinks he's got a chance with Baby in yeah, the beginning, yeah. and then once Baby and uh, Johnny clearly become a thing, it's never really addressed that this poor cousin was <laughs> not ever in the picture. Yeah, but you know, he's he's a nice guy. He's the guy carrying the
4: watermelons, and then Baby takes one for. He's the one who who guides her into the. Uh... I don't know, cool kid's party. I don't know how you want to describe it. The forbidden it. room. The, yeah, the forbidden <laughs> room. Yeah. But there's a point where, like, so she takes one of the watermelons She was so carrying three dance. of these fuckers and then he bursts in the door and and a thing that I feel was completely accidental, he almost drops yeah. the watermelons and then, like, saves <laughs> yeah. them in a way that is incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These
3: watermelons are ludicrously it's, large, are. too. Like, I
4: I don't know that I've seen one in real life that big. They but. look
1: like fucking giant elephant pills or yeah. something.
4: <laughs> yeah, they're, they're completely <laughs> <laughs> like almost rectangular but yeah. Like, yeah. cylindrical like but like but elongated in a way that's not uh normal and it leads to I uh like my watermelon
1: round it leads <laughs> to one of the best moments in the film when uh, yes Johnny Castle sees that uh, baby's there and she's like hey he's like what are you doing here and she's like I carried a watermelon <laughs> that's <laughs> that's and then he just turns one. and walks away <laughs> yes.
4: and then she's like I carried a watermelon and she's just she's like,
1: stupid stupid, you stupid? Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was hilarious um yeah, um what else was I gonna say? I don't remember.
4: Uh maybe we should talk a little bit about the shitty waiter dude who who knocked Robbie? out Benny. Yeah, talk about Robbie a little bit. I mean, he just sucks. What's he sucks. To... Oh. He's, he's gonna be a doctor. He's 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 in medical school. I know what I was gonna say. Okay.
1: I had just seen um, A Star is Born uh-huh. uh, the night before I watched this, and I love that in this movie there's like a, you know, um, a Star is Born meme, you know, where it's like, uh, oh, hey, hey, hey <laughs> I just want to get one more look at you. There's a moment just like that in this movie <laughs> when she like had this a little bit of an argument with Johnny and he's like walking away from the cabin and she goes, Johnny, and he turns around and she's like looks at him and then he smiles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like Lady Gaga. <laughs> and then That's she it. smiles back. smile and then yeah. walk away. <laughs> <laughs> and I
3: was like, oh my God, that was just like a star's Ish. born." <laughs> I didn't even think about that. It's wow, like
4: the original, yeah. like, hey, maybe, I just want to get one more movie. Maybe Sam Elliott's also lurking off screen in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Could be. Miho.
1: Miho. <laughs> Miho. I was yeah, waiting for him to say it in yeah. the movie. It
3: turns out that uh, also Robbie was the replacement uh fling for the cougar lady as yeah, yeah. when uh johnny wouldn't sleep with her even though her husband paid him hundred dollars <laughs> like the husband was like yeah sure a good time and, and give johnny her some extra was extra like, dance list." i'm sorry sir i uh, i can't accept this i'm busy or whatever and then yeah. she gets all mad and sleeps with robbie instead
1: yeah just as poor lisa was coming to you know Go
2: all the way. How did she not notice the towel on the doorknob? She's oblivious. (laughs) Entire movie. She's just like hello. (laughs) The most oblivious.
4: And she runs away like it's like that. She just walked into like room two three seven or something like that. (laughs) Like (laughs) she she opens up an older woman. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Robbie goes, oh shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, and yeah and then Vivian concocts this whole uh, like Johnny's stealing wallets thing. I love that this movie has, a, has an old person theft. <laughs> subplot. Yeah. It has an old man in the gun type of
4: situation.
1: It's like, I think I saw those old people with a bunch of wallets earlier. Because there's, the, there's that awkward scene where she drops her purse for no reason. Right. And you're, I was like, what's going on here? And then I realized later, oh, they're thieves. And that's also the
4: couple that they see at the other hotel when they're doing the, the dance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: the connections! Mm-hmm. They stole like thirteen wallets or something like that. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. She's, at these, at the, and like, she's like, 80-year-old. they made they
1: made thousands of dollars all across the country this right. summer. Which also, like, if I'm that
4: old, like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna go steal some shit.
1: I mean, what do you got to lose? Yeah, they were so cute. Too. They were. They're they were 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 both short. Were like short. So yeah.
4: cute. Watch, like, cut to like fifty years from now. That's being played in court. Like that that <laughs> audio clip. <laughs> it's yeah. like I didn't steal anything. Well. This record show (laughs) is there's intent. That's right. That's right.
1: Uh, So this whole thing leads up to uh, the big ending sequence that everyone's probably seen a million times. Yes. I had seen it. I had licensed music, this fucking Mm -hmm. song, a million times. (laughs) Even on Insatiable, they did a parody of it. We Uh licensed license a song and they did the dance and everything.
3: My friend uh, did this for her wedding first dance or whatever and we had to do the like dancing down the aisle behind the Yeah, It wasn't really rehearsed. They were just like, oh, at that one part, do the thing that all the people do and everyone was like, okay. (laughs) Even even before... We all
1: knew. I was like, even before the the big ending um, dance number, we get like, what is one of my favorite parts of the movie, (laughs) the Kellerman theme song that they, <laughs> like end of the summer song oh, yeah, that they yeah. sing um,
3: like
4: it's all, it's like something out of wet hot american summer. yeah it's like, like yeah.
1: it's like all hell kellerman or whatever yeah. you know kind of thing um and i just love they're like singing it the whole time and there's even this moment um we get a moment with the owner who i think his name was max or something yeah yeah max kellerman yeah um we get the we we get the a moment with him where he's like waxing nostalgia like, like man like uh Just doesn't seem like people want to be here anymore. And then, like, it's one of the things where I feel like that scene makes the movie worse. Really, Uh, I, (laughs) I, I kind of liked it because then I I felt like a little tinge of sadness when he, like, he comes out and sings his like solo during this. Kellerman's anthem, and it's it was such a sad moment. Like for a moment, I was like, "Oh man, this guy does this every year, but and it's I feel, like but I not going to happen for him but I, feel like, <laughs>
4: but I feel like so much of the movie is talking about how much this is all bullshit. Well, yeah, no, yeah. for sure. But I just think, like, but let's be nostalgic for it just a little yeah. bit. Well, yeah, but you get one
1: moment of like, okay, this is this guy's livelihood, and maybe he's like a sleaze bag or something. But
4: he wasn't that bad. No, he he's, wasn't. Yeah. His his son's stealing ladies off lifeguards. this uh, from yeah. his yeah. name. Well, wait, he did
3: tell all the waiters to <laughs> sleep with the daughters. Well, Wait he, a no. Minute. Did he tell him to sleep
4: with them? No, he told him to take him out him and no, show him like, the stars. Like, but like that's <laughs> But that's the point. Like, no, yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. Like it's like watching, and he's and he's also doing it with the elderly African American band leader. It was like the... that. <laughs> that's also just like I don't. I don't Tito, know how to feel about that. Uh,
1: he does a soft shoe at one point. Yeah, and that that's part is funny because you can see him yeah. counting like one, two, <laughs> three, four.
3: I did like in the Kellerman song when. Uh, like various people have solos and Lisa has her solo and the song that they're singing is no longer hawaiian themed <laughs> yes she's still in her hawaiian outfit and during her solo verse she's still like hulaing and like shaking her hips and be like because she's like hulaing
4: the entire yeah. time i mean what i'm
1: trying to say is like it, it was like watching like an older person like your dad or something sure doing something that they truly love whether or not right. he is like a I, good I guy you, or whatever you. it's something that he loves and there's something sad about like this thing that this dude clearly loves right and puts a lot of work into is like about to not yes. happen anymore i'm not saying like we should keep having these summer camps they were great <laughs> but i just was like i thought that was a like a, a a nice um personal like a a personal moment for that character yeah
4: yeah it's the it's the scene that kind of lends the nostalgia a that,
1: humanizing that, moment is yeah what yeah
4: yeah that lends the nostalgia of like kind of the previous like of her journal entry that starts the movie of like it was like it was the 60s and yeah. like like it was an innocent time back then and it was like before like everything went to shit And then uh, the whole
1: time I'm like, all right, when's he going to say nobody puts baby in a corner? What's going to be the context (laughs) for saying nobody puts baby in a corner? Yeah. And then it just kind of happens. And I was like, oh, was it because she was sitting in a corner? Nobody keeps baby out of the talent (laughs) show. (laughs) She She
4: has to sing the Lane Kellerman song (laughs) like
1: everybody else. No one puts Baby at a side table where the sight lines aren't as
4: good for the <laughs> talent show. Yeah, Nobody puts Baby in an obstructed view seat.
3: Right. Yeah, but they had a cocktail table where everybody else was in theater That's style true. seats. That's true.
4: They had a
1: VIP bottle service table. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. I'm just assuming. Uh,
4: and so, yeah, so he comes in and then Cousin Friend Zone uh, is the commandeers the record player. Yes, and this is where we enter the Twilight Zone. <laughs>
1: which I loved this ending. I was like, okay, the dude put a record on (laughs) and then played a song from the 80s in 1963 and no one's losing their shit about it. (laughs) no he's like this is what the cool kids are playing like there's, well,
3: there's like- a total back to the future thing too yeah. because yeah. max kellerman looks at the uh the band leader and says do you have the sheet music for this yeah. <laughs> like there's all one- the kids are going to be listening to it i gotta call yeah. my cousin marlin <laughs> yeah there's one offhand
1: comment and then like i love too during the scene like the song transitions from being like on the record to then like the band is playing it in yeah. the room <laughs> so i'm like what's going on here No one's freaking out, like, what are these devil sounds from the future? (laughs) Electronic synths? One thing that
3: we were discussing uh, after the movie is like, so, regardless of the fact that it's like this triumphant moment for Baby and, you know, um, Johnny's proven his innocence and whatever, like, would you do this dance with your dad in the room? No matter what. (laughs) (laughs) She's been liberated.
1: I feel like probably, yeah. She's just like, "fuck this." Now, I
3: mean, you were on a dance team, right, Natalie?
2: Uh, yeah. So in college, we had all kind of risque moves, and it could get uncomfortable. I mean, you guys have seen <laughs> collegiate dancers; sure. they don't dress full coverage, <laughs> right? Um, so I mean, it's uncomfortable. But I guess, like, you're in the mo- you're in the moment. You yeah. don't even think about it. But I dirty dancing i mean it's in the name it's dirty yeah so (laughs) well but also
3: that's like a a Team of, I'm assuming all girls. Right, it wasn't like yeah. you and one guy and that boy. everybody knows you're sleeping with. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah.
4: yeah, that's true. A clearly sexual. older man. If you're yeah. like supposed to be like, but yeah, a, she's like supposed to be what, like a sophomore in high school? No,
3: no, no, no. no. I think she was either 17 or 18 because they know. said she was starting in Mount Holyoke in the fall. Oh, right, oh, yeah. right, right,
1: right. Oh, but I mean, yes, it's like her. Uh, this is finally her moment of breaking free of like yeah. her dad and well, everything. The so she kind of what you care.
2: Playing on her innocence. Yeah. I mean, seriously, right. like my name is Baby and I didn't even realize that that was right. a bad thing yeah. and then like, I brought a watermelon. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. The whole movie is talking about her innocence and then finally like, oh, just kidding. Baby's not so, in. in- mm-hmm. you know, she's not so innocent well, anymore.
1: It's, it's one of, uh, she you know, does lifts, you guys. She does lifts. One of, the
4: <laughs> scenes, one of the scenes I do really like in the movie is when Penny's like distraught over figuring out what to do about the, getting the abortion and Baby's like, we can help, we can figure it out and she's like, Fuck you! Yeah. Like, like you don't know shit about my life, and you can't yeah. like, like you. Uh, everything's easy for you. Like, yeah. fuck you! Like, don't, don't presume that you know what's going on. And Penny is absolutely right in her saying yeah. that to her. Yeah,
1: I do love too that there's a they point where
4: what I said that the baby learns a lesson
3: <laughs> baby learns a lesson I did like though that once the final dance number starts um, the sister who's been a complete jerk to this point and the mom who has not been paying attention at all they both are kind of like yeah like bopping their heads yeah. being like alright go baby even though like they pretty much had no relationship
4: <laughs> but <laughs> I mean you see your dad with Patrick Swayze you're just like nice
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we're having the time of our lives right now too
2: hey <laughs> And the moment that the dad realizes that it was Robbie and of yeah. yeah. Patrick Swayze. It's,
4: it's really good. Like So like he's going to give him a big tip for being the waiter the whole time. Yeah. And then Robbie is like, well, thanks for helping me out with that situation. Because the whole time the dad has thought that it was Patrick Johnny Castle. Mm-hmm. That, and
3: to his credit, Johnny never bothers to clarify or contradict this. He just is like, whatever.
4: Fine. Yeah, like, if that's well, what you and, think, and, then fine. And, and doesn't do it in a way where he's being dumb. He's like, there's nothing I can say that can convince him. Anything yeah, yeah. that I say is going to make him think... Like, he's already made up his choice. Yeah, I
1: like that him. scene when he, he he's like of course that's what you would think because yeah. you're, you're like you, you know it's it's a, going into another thing where like everyone just sees Johnny's a certain thing like yeah. they all think he's probably sleeping with everybody right
4: and it just makes that whole scene yeah perception powerful. versus yeah.
3: reality
1: yeah. yeah
4: and so yeah well, Robbie's like well thanks for helping me out with that thing and he's like what <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah I did like how angry
4: he was like yeah. he didn't
3: play it down like Hmm. he didn't like just sit down and think about it he was just like excuse me give me that
4: money yeah (laughs) Yeah, was it money or like a recommendation letter or something no it was money it was a lot of cash Yeah. Yeah. oh yeah I couldn't tell I mean it could have been both it could have been a recommendation letter (laughs) with some money I did think that was funny like why would he just say that yeah Because he's a fucking idiot. All he idiot. had to do was well,
1: not
3: no. say it, and he
4: could have got <laughs> well, away. No, because he thinks, like, well, we're we're all upper crust people here; right, like, the right. rules don't apply to us. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You're a rich doctor. I'm going to be a rich doctor. That's what we're doing. These here. These are the problems we deal with, yeah, man, Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's that's terrible. Yeah.
2: Well, and when he said like some people don't matter or whatever that line was, yeah. it's like he's just a jerk.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, speaking of jerks, Johnny Castle's a big jerk too. Yeah. He asks Baby what his real, her real name is and then never calls her it again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, it is Frances. So. You know, yeah, that's true.
1: Well, it was funny because the, the movie starts out with that line about her saying, like, I didn't know at the time that it was, like, you know, not a nice yeah. name or whatever. And I thought, I was waiting for a moment where she finally stops being like, stop calling me Baby or something, but that never happens. You can call me Fran. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My name is Franny. Franny, Franny yeah. 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 <laughs>
2: Like there's no cute, like affectionate name that you can no, call her. Yeah. You
1: know? It's the nanny name Fran. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You're friend. yeah. You're my Fran. You're my friend, Fran. Yeah. Um I don't know. What do you guys uh the the song I've had a time of life, Bill Medley Jennifer Warren's won all the awards. Yes. <laughs> and is why uh you know, just like Shallows will probably this year. Yeah, we'll be hearing it forever.
3: It um, was funny because, uh, again, our uh housemate Sammy had never seen the movie before, and so afterwards <laughs> we were like walking out of the theater, and I was like, "So now you know where that song's from. It's not just from the sandals commercial." And she was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, wait, this is
2: what it is originally from?" And I was like,
3: "Yeah, yeah. dude, like-
1: yeah. that's hilarious."
2: To this day, they still use it in the commercial. That's right. right? That's so funny.
4: The sandals. <laughs> right. Also, she's like the wind. That's true. That's true. He yeah. sang that one, yeah. written and sung. The other
1: yeah. thing I love about this soundtrack is they're like, all right, our main character's named Baby. Let's use every song
4: from the sixties yeah. and fifties yeah. with the word Baby in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you can Google it at the time. That's a. That's it's like a Hey,
1: baby. Yeah, they're like using fucking every song. It's so. It was so funny. Um <laughs> yeah, the movie starts out with Be my, be my baby Yeah, really great, really great um, I also love the end sequence Like fucking Patrick Swayze jumping off the stage is, <laughs> In slow motion is like an amazing moment Yeah, I, thought, like, I like that
4: part better than the lift He's, like, he's <laughs>
1: like a dominant...
4: It's like a Dove and a John Woo movie. Because
1: like, it's like it's like okay, this is a normal dance, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Yeah!" and you're like, "Oh shit!" He's going into the audience,
0: and then the audience gets
1: involved, and everyone's fucking partying. I don't know. And then that's when the
4: band starts playing the eighties music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought that was uh, that was great. Well, I think it's about that time where we talk about how many oblong watermelons you're going to give this movie. <laughs>
3: I totally called it in the car on the way yeah. here. I told Natalie, at the end of the episode, we have a rating system, and it's probably going to be watermelons. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we're so and predictable. You were, and you, were right, and yes. you were right. We're so predictable.
4: So, uh, uh, we'll start on this side of the table. Oh, I okay.
3: Um, I will give it nine watermelons. I... Just because, like, I... I don't know. I'm scared to say ten because then I'm like, "What is the perfect?" You know. I mean, this is a context? classic movie. Yeah. And you can give it a ten. <laughs> uh, okay, fine. I'll give it a ten. Yeah, <laughs> I had no problems with it. It was great, and I was like, "This is so nice." While I was watching it, even though I had seen it a bunch of times, mm-hmm. so I'm glad we went to the theater. Me. Yeah, go for it.
1: I'll go. Okay, uh, I was originally going to give this a six when I first finished watching it. Oh, really? Yeah, um, but I've had uh, more fun talking about (laughs) it. You know what? This uh, (laughs) podcast, I've had the time of my life. Um, (laughs) But uh, (laughs) no, I think I I actually liked it more uh, after I thought about it a bit more. So I think I'm going to give it an eight. Yeah. Um, Because originally when I finished watching it by myself, I was just kind of like, that was a good movie, um, but I feel like if I never saw it, I would have been like, meh, not yeah. really missing it. I would already seen the like dance scene sure. at the yeah. end and everything. Um, but I think it's a really great movie, um, especially as far as like you know watching some of the special features. A lot of the. Um, women in that they were interviewing were like, you know, this was like a influential mm-hmm. like role for me and like seeing baby and be able to relate with her, how she's like awkward at the parties. And yeah. like she, she, you know, e- even as a guy, you can relate with her, like how she feels like mm-hmm. not like she goes into that party where everyone's like on top of it, dirty dancing <laughs> and she feels so like out of place. Like who hasn't felt like that?
4: Well, and she's also like this smart, awkward girl. And like, yeah. that's not. Uh, Archetype that you get to see, and especially in eighties movies. Yeah, and then she
1: learns that uh, you know she's awesome in her own right. Mm -hmm. And And uh, I think the the movie really
4: like holds up too. It's like it doesn't
3: feel antiquated, even though it was a period piece in the first place, and it's thirty years old now. It still feels really like fresh and modern. I don't know. Yeah, especially we're not getting all like
1: like we said before. Like we're not getting a bunch of movies about abortions that says more about our politics than I think it says about the movie. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm just I'm just saying. She's saying it still feels fresh. Oh, so okay, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh,
4: I'm also going to give it eight. Uh, I really enjoy this movie. I also think that it has an interesting point of entry for me. I was kind of talking about this last night. Is like it's it is a good like I'm i I'm a privileged white person. I've have been most of my life, and it you has, bastard. Yeah, <laughs> and it has a, an interesting thing where it's like you can't like good intentions don't mean shit in terms of what you're like it has a a, a good lesson there and it kind of has I, I, there's definitely more depth in, in what it can be talked about but i think that it's really smart in the way that it handles its themes and it doesn't pull a lot of punches emotionally and i don't think there's any reactions that people have in this that don't feel true mm-hmm. and i think that that's hard to do in a dancing movie set in a summer camp in 1963 uh, yeah, it's not one of those '80s movies where you're like, "Oh my god, that guy is overacting."
2: Like, yeah,
1: except yeah, no, for Wayne. Like, okay, Wayne Knight, but yeah. like. that's what he was hired <laughs> to that's do. What he was hired
4: to do. Yeah, <laughs> even we at that even camp, about, yeah, Wayne Knight's the MC of like this. He's like the cruise director of this <laughs> yeah. camp, and he is irritating. Not, I mean, but that's what he's supposed to do at yeah. the
1: camp. So yeah. it's like
4: true to life.
2: <laughs> so I am gonna rate this ten juicy watermelons. <laughs> oh! Yeah, big surprise. <laughs> I know. I just think that first off. Dancing is incredible in this movie. I mean, Mm -hmm. they just did such a great job with it. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, I think Baby is so relatable. I think for a lot of females, they um, see Baby and how bold she is, how she's willing to stand up to her father, who she's always looked at um, as like an idol almost, and just the ways that she's just coming out of her shell, exploring her sexuality, exploring her independence almost. I think that's super... Relatable, and I love that about the movie. Um, and yeah, so 10 out of 10.
1: Nice, we got watermelon. two 10s out of 10. 10s. Yeah, yeah. Is Big this
2: fan. what have there been other 10 out of 10s? I don't,
1: I don't remember. Think
2: so.
3: I can't remember. Did I this
1: give, movie
2: it, is timeless? Did um, I yeah. give five or of right. 10? I can't remember. Maybe it was 10. like our first episode though,
3: <laughs> so yeah. I might have not wanted to because I'm like, where are we gonna go? You know, yeah, well, like.
1: uh, the only one you can give an 11 is um, Spinal Tap, Spinal Tap, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, <laughs> that's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad uh, everyone enjoyed it. And we now, don't always enjoy the movies on here. That's so. right.
3: Uh, <laughs> so as we go forward... Speaking of. Yeah. We, <laughs> the next movie is called Dirty Dancing, Havana Nights. Yes. <laughs> and and uh,
1: uh,
3: I have seen this movie. I don't really remember much about it.
1: I have also seen this movie. What? I, I saw this have, before I saw Dirty Dancing. No, no. I have not Sorry. seen this movie.
2: That is like seeing the movie before you read a book.
1: I know. Well, it's a prequel, right? So I had to see that one first.
2: It's a prequel? I don't even remember that part of it. I think it's a prequel.
1: We'll talk about (laughs) it. Do they
4: they dance their way out of the Cuban Missile Crisis? (laughs) Um,
3: uh, Maybe? Uh, Anyways, uh, one thing about the future of this movie, uh, we were watching that same featurette that they played before the movie, and it ends with the screenwriter Eleanor Bergstein, who I guess this was like kind of based on her life or whatever. Um, It ends with this clip of her being like, people constantly ask me like if Baby and Johnny had a future. And like, yeah, they do. It was, it's very complicated. It's very like, confusing and complicated but they definitely have a future they definitely do it's it's really really complicated but they definitely have a future like she's like basically talking in circles like this <laughs> and then she's like and like i always told people that like i would never write the sequel and that you know they don't that they have a future and that's it but like i feel like i'm ready to to tell their story now about their very complicated future <laughs> and then it just like ends and we were <laughs> like what <laughs> like, thanks a lot lady you know
4: like, <laughs> and you're like oh, okay <laughs> well, she's she, That day, her Johnny had called her back. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Uh,
1: Well, we're uh, making a trip to Cuba next week for Dirty Dancing Havana nights. Um, But in the meantime, while we're on our way there, how can you uh, get in touch with
3: us? Yes, please email us uh, sequelrights at gmail.com, with any comments or questions you have, as or well summer as summer camp
4: stories. Oh yeah, summer camp <laughs>
3: stories, coming of age dance tales. Yes. Um, you know, whatever <laughs> uh, stories of your botched abortions. I
4: don't care. Oh yeah.
3: Oh. Uh, <laughs> what we'll the Yeah, you know, I'm I'm, I'm willing to hear it. But, uh, yeah, uh, email us, and we need to know where to go after we go out of the Swayzeverse. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then also uh, check us out on social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and
4: Facebook at Sequel Rights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. The uh, Reviews actually mean a lot, so uh which us uh, would be great. Five stars would be perfect. Also, we're on Spotify now. Listen to us on Spotify. Mm-hmm. I think you can rate on Spotify, give us stars there, or moons, or green orbs, or whatever they do.
1: Yeah, and uh, Natalie, thanks for being here.
3: Thanks for having me. I hope you had fun. Is there anything that you want like people to check you out on or plug?
2: Um, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram. My name is uh, at Cincinnati, as in Cincinnati in Natalie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I like uh, it. I like so it. it. Yeah, <laughs> <you'll> like it. <laughs> That's a good one.
1: Sweet. Well, Havana Nights awaits. We'll see awaits. you guys in
4: Cuba. <laughs> if they let us in Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright bye guys Bye
0: I've been waiting for so long Now I've finally found someone to stand by me seem to see you understand, understand the agenda.